Welcome to the Happiness Podcast with Chris Erthel. We're diving deep into the mysteries of life and what it means to be happy and fulfilled. You'll learn about happiness habits as well as how to live life to the fullest. All right, guys, uh, happy to be back with you all. Today I'm here with my amazing friend, Pablo. Welcome to the podcast, Pablo. Thank you very much, Chris. And uh, maybe we can start with you introduce yourself, uh, what you want to share about yourself, where you come from from the past, and then later we're going to jump to happiness. But first, uh, what have you been working on in the past? What are you working on right now? Okay. Hi, good morning, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm Pablo, and um, I come from the industry of um, touristic apartments. I founded a company called Friendly Rentals in 2003, so at the beginning of the uh, era of touristic apartments, at least in cities, because in the coastal um, parts of the world, they always existed, but not in the cities. Um, and I grew this company uh, through Spain and some cities of Europe in 2016. I sold it um, and, and to an American company. And then I, I, I had one year of sabbatical, uh, which allowed me to think uh, a lot in what I wanted to do with my future. Um, and then I decided to come back uh, and to do something similar that I was doing, um, which was co-living. I thought it was something new that was happening and just have so many different verticals in what you can use, uh, something that to me is going to change the way people live um, in the future of, of cities, you know, people like to live in communities, people, you know, we are animals that live, that need interaction, you know, social interaction. So I think uh, this is going to be a trend that can be applied to many different verticals, you know, uh, could be old people living with old, uh, younger people. Uh, this has been done in the past and it's, it's extremely exciting, you know, like to to see that um, how you can, I mean, the basic of co-living for the ones that don't know, uh, just give it a very short version, uh, is when you create a community and you sacrifice your private space of sleeping and in exchange for that, you get a much larger uh, communal areas, you know, where you can have uh, things that you can do as, as in community, you know. And this could be, uh, we have some project that is uh, based on well-being. So the center of the community is around well-being. Uh, there is another one that we're working on that is um, for families in distress, in which we're working with uh, municipalities uh, to fund the projects. And, and then there is other verticals that we are not working at the moment, but uh, that are very interesting that could be done, like old people. There is one sample in which they did old people living with young people. So the young people were paying a lot less for the rent than the old. Uh, but in exchange of that special price, they were they needed to to exchange time with them. So in, in the end, these people that they weren't there to save money, what has been proven is being... Uh, giving a lot more than saving money because the, the 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 results were that these people were way happier of helping other people because helping people makes, makes people yeah. happy um, and that's a reality and then so these people went to experience all that and uh, and the result was a, a double win situation not only were living for less money but they were happy what they were doing and the way they were living uh, so so yeah I do this and I also open another uh, uh, company of the same that I was doing a touristic apartment so I'm doing both things uh, and yeah that's what I'm doing um, on the on the professional side on the on the job side okay so perfect let's, let's jump over to, <laughs> to, to the private side so uh -huh. the reason you're invited uh -huh. so you're incredibly successful in business but that's the reason you're here you're invited mm -hmm. because I always see you as very happy and I want to have people on this podcast who mm -hmm. strike me as very happy 
And uh, because I like learning from people, there are always people tell me like, you're so happy, but I also can learn to improve mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So what are the things, um, have you always been happy or have you found habits on the path of growing up that make you happier? And what, what, can, what can, 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 you, can you share here? No, I, I've always considered myself in general a happy person, but I've seen now a very big difference of my happiness of the past and my happiness of today. Um, it, it, happiness is a very fun way to describe because happiness cannot be permanent. You know, it's, it's impossible to be permanently happy. Uh, but to me, happiness comes from from doing what your heart tells you to do, uh, from following your heart. For that, you need to understand and learn how to how to listen to your heart, because mind and heart are very close together and separating those two, I think, is an important step. But if you tell me when I started to focus on happiness and well-being in general, because I think they're very much together, you know, how you take care of your body, how you take care of your habits, uh, dictate your happiness. At least that's what my realizations come over the years. That came, uh, there started to be a focus on me, I think about seven years ago, mm-hmm. when I did my first ayahuasca. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask if I was going to change something. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it changed a lot. Yeah. It changed It changed quite dramatically, um, little by little, because uh, I've done quite a few uh, seven years after that. Uh, how, how many ceremonies did you have, if you want to share? More or less? Uh, I have stopped counting them, but uh, I, I've done more than 25 ceremonies, which means 50 times that, because uh, mm-hmm. every ceremony is two nights, as you probably know, sometimes more, but um, in my case, it's been always... Uh, two nights, uh, and I'm more than that, so more than 50 uh, times. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was the beginning of a path. It was the beginning of a, of a path that, it, that is never, it has not ended. But it has shown me um, a, lot of, a lot of things, a lot of things, uh, a lot of positive things of, of, of uh, how to live a happier and easier life. And that involves how do you approach people at work, how do you... Um, what are your values as a person? Um, how do you uh, interact with your family, uh, and so on and so forth? And the the integration of all those things together is what little by little was was changing your happiness, you know, to a more happy person. Um, and for me, it's been all those different areas, you know. First of all, was the realization of that I want to be pure. You know, like, I don't lie. I don't, uh, I mean, uh, obviously, sometimes stupid things you said, in, but it's the fact that you're aware of all those things. And, 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 and this was this was a decision you took. Like, I want to be pure, and you took the decision, and from then on, you acted like this. Over, I, think it, I think it wasn't one day that I took the decision. I think it was something through this process of cleaning myself. Mm-hmm. I was, I carry a lot of uh, baggage when I started, a lot. And a lot of things that I was doing and acting that I didn't like about myself. But at the time, I wasn't aware of it. What Ayahuasca did was to make me aware of it. You know, uh, this is what is causing your pain. This is what you need to change. And um, and this was a process that it wasn't not easy. It hasn't happened from one day to another one. It's not a, you may have your eureka moment, you know, where you can realize that. That doesn't mean that everything is going to change. Uh, the work starts... As you know, when 
when you come back to your normal routine life, you know, and, and talking about that, routines are extremely important. I did another program uh, also that helped me a lot at the same time, uh, seven years ago, which is called Impact. It's called Impact, which is a program. That's where I did my first ayahuasca, because at the end of the program, it was offered. So if you wanted to do an ayahuasca as part of the program, this is a program so, that so, is based... So, so for you, this program changed your life? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was... The, um, it was it's a program that is based in, um, in health and habits. So it's, it has a, a lot of nutrition um, parts of it, which is like you, in the, during this, this program last eight weeks and you can eat red meat, you can drink alcohol, you can drink any um, lactose and you can uh, drink any, um, how do you call it? Um, I get the name right now, but... Uh, um, yeah, and, and, and on top of this, you pretty much are reduced to fish and vegetables, um, uh, which is good because it's very good uh, uh, food to eat. Then there is a lot of exercise, a lot of uh, exercise done as a communal process, but there is also a lot of talks and between uh, 12 people that uh, you do the program together and a lot of talk about habits and so on and so forth. So this was where we started it. You know, for example, I also do every day, which I think is part of to me, how do I start the day? I do uh, a routine, which can, is... Can, can you share your morning routine? Because yeah. Because I'm currently yeah. working on my own. Yeah. I mean, listeners also too. Yeah. And for me, I always want to adapt new things. So please, yeah. please share I, I, I think if, I think having a morning routine is very important and it doesn't have to be all of them the same. You know, it's whatever works for people. I do something that lasts like about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I do a yoga, which is... Uh, it's, I think it's 18 minutes, a little under 20. Do you do the, the same yoga every morning? Uh, I do it almost the same. Then I have a, a longer version. If I have a morning that I have, you know, more time, I can do a much longer version okay. of yoga. It's like a, like you put it on the TV, like a YouTube video that you follow? Or? I actually do it on my phone with, with, with headphones, okay? Uh, just because I know the routine so well, so I don't need to see it on a video. At the beginning, I used to do it on the video. I used to have the sound. I, now I just hear the sound and the, and the following and, and then I can do it uh, on my own. Mm -hmm. But yeah, having it in video is a, is a good, uh, is a good uh, way to begin with. Uh, then I do some shaking. Uh, as you shake all your body. Shake, 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 shake yeah. with some music. Uh, for about six, seven minutes. Uh, if you can later send me the music, I will use it myself and put it to show. I will be happy to show you the, the my morning ritual. Maybe we can video. check after the podcast. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we do, we're all happy, you know, with what we do over the weekends or what we do with our friends. We have very similar, we have the same kind of friends. We both like those friends. It's not like I have mine and you have yours and, you know, they don't, <laughs> they don't connect to each other. Uh, of course, she has <coughs> some that are individually hers. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> and I have some <laughs> that are individually mine. <laughs> but but most of them, the ones that we interact mostly are together. So, but we do have very different things as well. You know, it's like we like different kinds of television. We like different. Uh, you know, she she hasn't. Um, she, she hasn't decided to do ayahuasca yet. I still have hopes that she will do. But, you know, it's her choice. It's not it's not my exactly. choice. Well, also, everyone has a like, different exactly. growth, 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 growth path. Mm -hmm. Also, when I meet her, I see, yeah. her, also, I see her very happy. She so, is a, like, exactly. She's a very happy so, person. This is the thing. So, she, she always has been. Yeah, exactly. You know, she, not everybody needs the same things to go through this process, you know, so to get to, yeah. these, uh, to these places. But the, the, the reality is that... Right now, I'm, we're in the better shape that we have ever been, mm -hmm. um, and, and that comes, I think, from the 
first what happens from within, but also from from the work uh, to put in, into relationships, you know. Um, and work to me is that, is understanding, listening, talking, uh, sometimes things that are not fun to talk, uh, but in the end, they, they really, they really make a, for, at least in my case, for a better relationship. It makes all sense why just in general life to play long-term games with long-term people, and then it, it means to put on the extra effort in conversation because you do long-term games. Exactly. Like That's, uh, I mean, long -term believe games, me, -term during people. the 25 years, I had my doubts as well sometimes. Yeah. Oh my God, um, should I, maybe there is somebody that is going to be more of this or more of that or more of this, you know, you will. <laughs> we all have these, I think, these uh, thoughts or fantasies, but the truth of the matter is that when they overcome it through listening to my heart, yeah. through really reaching to my heart, is like to go into a relation and think like, is this my mind talking or is this my heart talking? Okay. Because if it's my heart talking, then I'm going to do it. Okay. And, and I have no fear and nothing plays to me. And this is something that I learned very much by Oscar. Fear paralyzes people. Mm -hmm. Fear paralyzes humanity. Mm -hmm. Respect is very good, but fear is not good or anything. And, and that is, you can take it to anything, to war, people that don't change works because they think, oh my God, I'm going yeah, to yeah, Or yeah. somebody wants to be an entrepreneur, but they say, oh my God, uh, I'd rather be in my job because entrepreneurial could be, you know, I don't have security. Or on a relationship, you know, I hate this person, but I'm very, you know, secure, like we have a house together. So fear paralyzes people. Okay, let's actually a question, I'm curious what you think, because you may be both entrepreneurs because probably we are more optimist because more optimist people yes. start a company. But if you're pessimist, why would you start a company? Yes. You're like afraid it's gonna fail. So yeah. do you think optimism can be learned or is it like a skill that's very difficult to be learned? It's just such an inherited belief. That's a very interesting question. Can optimism be learned? I, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't know how to answer that question. I think I've always been an optimist. Always. Yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> and, and I've always, when I had very little, I felt that I didn't need much. And that provided me happiness. You know, that, that, that I was fine. And, and I, always, I, I always thought I was going to get what I needed, you know. Mm. And that over time has been tremendously truth for me in, in, in ways that I didn't expect it, much, much more than I, than I expected, you know. Um, but can optimism be, be built? I think it probably can uh, to a stand, yeah. you know, because Thank if you. you're a happy person, if you, you know, if you work on yourself uh, through cleaning your layers of things that bother you, you know, whichever those, those are, I think you automatically should feel more optimistic about yeah. the future, you know, and yeah, about the things, also, you know. I like, so it, I, I think happiness is easier to be learned. So uh, it's hard, eh? like mm, more things are mm, hard than mm, happiness, mm. but there are steps. Like if, if you decide to be happy and you follow, there's so many habits to it, you follow this, you will for sure be happier. Mm, mm. So happiness can, can be learned. Optimism, I think it follows, but it's like easier to learn happiness than optimism. Yes, I think optimism without happiness or without working yourself is impossible, but you can be an optimistic and not having work yourself whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I think that's possible because mm -hmm. that happened to me. For me too. But I think, um, yeah, in the opposite way, when you, if you come to the realization, you know, that, yeah, there's things that you have to act, but in the end, you know, the things that are going to be provided to us are going to be provided to us. They don't depend on us. At least this is what I think, you know, that 
we have um, um, obviously we need to act on things that otherwise nothing happens mm -hmm. but there is a higher plan as well and if you feel that you're always going to be taken care of you get this realization then optimism is easier you know it's, it's easier to be optimistic uh, other things okay. so yeah mix 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 feelings about that one <laughs> all right uh, one, one of the final final questions which uh, i think many listeners are curious about and uh, also me personally i'm very curious about mm. do you recommend people to take a sabbatica like for example the reason why i'm asking I'm currently in a position that I could easily take one. It isn't, but I love what I do. So I, I'm highly passionate about uh, the podcast, about uh, consulting on Facebook, Facebook meta ads, you know. So it doesn't feel like work for me. But still, I feel like when you're young, you can see the world easier. So where would you travel if you would do it? And would you do, or, or would you recommend people to do like a medium step of like still working because you can work online and still travel a lot what what's uh, what's your view after having done it to advise for me and to others mm. I, i think there's different things no i think it's very nice when children children people that, that turn 18 19 20 years old they can have a year of traveling you know that's mm -hmm. if if that's a possibility oh, if, if budget allows definitely. you know that's a definite possibility because it opens your eyes of Of, you know, the world where people of the world or the universe, you know, and unfortunately you see um, a lot of people that there is, hasn't moved their cities and they have very, very short-term mind and beliefs of the world. You know, they could be lovely, fantastic and beautiful souls, but they're missing that perspective of the world and how people are so different in one place to another one. And they're, they're, it's all good, you know, and the way that they think different religiously or, or, or the way of society looks completely different. And it's just because they're born then that doesn't make them better or worse, you know. So, so that was that that opens the mind on a way that is important. But you're talking about a different thing, you know. You're talking about do you take a step and take one year off if you can, uh, in order to search yourself? I don't think it's necessary. In my case, it came just uh, very handy because I was actually tired of what I was doing. Mm. You know, it was. It was very hectic. Um, there were a lot of uh, legislation problems. Uh, I had been dealing with all these legislations for many years, and it's an industry that has always been under attack. You know, um, yeah. so for me, it was uh, um, making that sell was providing security for the rest of my life to me and my family. Uh, and when that happened. I just didn't want to be connected to these for a while, you know. Um, so that gave me the, the time to... And, and what, it wasn't what, like I say, I'm going to take a sabbatical year. It just happened to me one and year. What, what, it could have been six months, what, it could have been two years. What were you doing in this year? I'm very curious. Did you travel with your kids? I traveled quite a lot. What, I tra what, like, like, explain a bit. What, yeah. like, because I'm just very curious. Yeah, yeah. What, what, how, how was that year? Yeah, I traveled quite a lot uh, with my family, mm -hmm. uh, with my wife alone first. I did some travels alone as well, and some with my kids alone. Mm -hmm. um, then I work in some like construction any, projects. Any places that were like, like the best, but you say like, well, <sighs> I can recommend both a lot. Uh, Colombia, where are you going to? I, I love it. I love Colombia. Can you give me some advice? You Peru love, like, is Colombia super is nice. Peru is super nice to do the Machu Picchu walking. Is yeah, nice. such sure. a nice, such a nice thing to do. I love Bali as well. Uh, they're very, very, very different. I used to travel a lot through Europe, you know, through different countries. I mean, 
I actually love where I live, <laughs> so it's kind of funny that we, I go around we, the world, we, we are, we are but I really like where I live. To have the home base, yeah, uh, exactly. The home base Barcelona, and even yeah. even living 600 meters away from each other. Yeah, but but not only Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. and the Costa Brava. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. all the coast is just a marvelous thing. I like the yeah, countryside. Pais Vasco, so. Vasco, exactly. But um, yeah, I love you know. To me, every Friday morning I go to the coast uh, here, and I have a house in the countryside. And to me, being in connection with the nature mm -hmm. and spending there is just just uh, is marvelous. Um, so yeah, I travel a lot, and uh, and I do a lot of thinking, a lot of work uh, as well. Uh, you know, of uh, uh, interior work. Um, but also a lot of party. <laughs> so in the end, it was uh, it was a matter of saying it, it just came. I, I realized that I yeah, needed like to create I'm, something. I'm, I'm very sure you also it, went to Burning Man. Yeah, yeah, I did go to Burning Man. Yes, <laughs> which it was amazing. It was fantastic. It was such a such a blast, uh, such a blessing to go there. I mean, I really, I really, really enjoy. It. I'm very sad that I couldn't go this year, where's, but uh, but I definitely plan to go next year if, if possible. There's where, two more questions I have to, to summarize this. I don't know which one to ask first, let me see. So uh, for me, I'm, I'm in a very happy place, but what, one of the things that can break my happiness for, for eight to nine hours is the bad feeling after a party? Mm -hmm. Can you give advice, like how? Because you you party harder than me. Like how how, how do you how do you counter this this? Like yeah. even if you don't drink, you just don't, don't sleep enough. Like it's, it's so the very important the thing. Party. Yeah, the very important thing is what substances are you using? Yeah. <laughs> there is some substances if you use them, they are very different than others yeah. uh, in how they affect your your next day. Yeah. Um, also, always sleep. Mm like always sleep even if it's little sleep like going to a party and don't sleep is terrible it's it's, it's really bad <laughs> and, all night and, 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 and it will it will crash you down yeah. uh, and it will make you feel not so good uh and the day after yeah. um but like you, you always still try to sleep at like four or five hours of sleep or if you can even eight or what what, what do you aim for yeah I, I mean if i party having eight hours of sleep is probably it's difficult it's <laughs> difficult you know i wish uh but no but but I'm actually good on four or five hours normally. I know it's not good, and that's why I try to yeah. always get my eight hours, seven and a half. Yeah. That's why I normally do seven, seven and a half, eight hours. Yeah. Um, but but sleeping as much as possible, drinking water before and during yeah. your body is extremely important. So if you just drink alcohol, 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 then it's probably going to be down. Uh, but. Um, but even though it's me, I, I used to have that and I don't have it anymore. I yeah. never have a hangover, ever. I hope it goes away from me too. Ever. <laughs> I, I don't have hangovers, which is the, hand, the funniest thing. Yeah. The breathing exercises in the morning, even if I have a little bit of a hangover, the breathing exercises in the morning takes it away. Take it away. Uh, you know, because you're oxygenating your body, oxygenating or mm -hmm. uh, So maybe doing some breathing exercises could help you <laughs> uh, with that, you know, with not having this feeling because it's just when you wake up, so you don't get to the point to to that, no? and then and then sleeping, you know, the next day if you're tired, you just like to try to sleep if you have the time for it, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, for example, for my wife, that happens a lot. You know, she gets yeah. like, really, yeah. but for me, you know, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't happen anymore. I used to. Eh? It used it to okay. And then my other question was like, so the typical thing that happens to people, I'm curious if it happened to you too. So taking a sabbatical. Was there a point, or how long did it take for you until the point of like, ooh, 
it's all cool, but I'm bored. I want to do creative work again. How yeah. long did it take for you? Like about a year. Like before, before I, I think at nine nine months, I I, I knew. I needed to. I, I I needed to do something. You know, I needed to. Yeah. You need to create. Is the, the thing with entrepreneurs. You yeah. know, you want to create. Like, you want to create. <laughs> you want to create. Something. Otherwise, you don't feel fulfilled. For, for, like, you for you don't. You don't feel like it's like. Well, yeah. I, I'm not ready to play golf yeah. and just cook and I love cooking, but and, and do all this. I mean, uh, maybe in ten years or fifteen years, that's what I want. But right now, no. Is is, is it for you the same? But uh, for me, I'm like I'm a type of entrepreneur that I love the chaos phase. And like I feel so fulfilled in the chaos phase, starting something new and like this. The moment it gets too big, and we have to get get it organized and they have to put a structure into it, it bores the hell out of me. <laughs> so how, how is it for you? Like for me, like the chaos phase. A little, like, a little bit. Bit. A little the moment bit. we need to like let's get structure yeah. this, like let, let's have it like this. Oh, it's me so too. difficult for me. Me too. Me too. I mean, yeah. I mean. Uh, I have my own organization, which it could not be the perfect structural organization for a company to function at a high level. Yeah. Um, but but um, what I do normally is like always try to find people that can do that job for me. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then just being being on top. You know, being just directing. When it gets to that level, yeah. you know, maybe disentangle more my person and get some other people that are there, and then just be on the on the direction side on top, you know, uh, and, and try to create something else. Uh, parallel or, or one branch of this company that is different, that is going to do something different, that is going to have that creative environment and this, you know, pushing boundaries and pushing things that that uh, turns me on and it seems that it turns you on as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I, I think uh, I, I learned so much about happiness from you and I think the audience as well. So thank you so, no. so much. And, no. Uh, no, thank you because, <laughs> I mean, it's very funny our relationship. I mean, I just shared it here in the, in the podcast, but uh, I don't know Chris that much. But what attracts me to me is actually exactly what he gone, um, uh, asked me to come to this podcast uh, because I, maybe I see on him what he sees on me. I always see him happiness. I always see happy. I saw. I see him like uh, very driven in life, and that's why I always want to be connected with Christian every once in a while. So I call him, or he call me. It's like, what are you doing? Let's go for lunch, you know? <laughs> uh, because I want to share these kind of things. Because these these things attracts people. It's kind of uh, that's the way it is, you know. And it, and it happens to me, and it really happens to you. So <laughs> thank you so much for bringing me to this uh, podcast, and uh, yeah, happy to happy to do it. All right. See you on. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Happiness Podcast with Chris Erthel. We hope you have learned a lot, and now you can apply the tactics we have discussed to your life.